Hi, Lucy. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Oh, I'm so absolutely honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, so I just want to, for myself and for my listeners, because for those of you that don't know, um, I meet people on the internet in Facebook groups on Instagram, and I invite them to be on my podcast. And this is what I did with Lucy. And so can you tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got into it? Absolutely. So I am a life coach and I especially help women in life transitions. And this is a vulnerable time, but it is the most beautiful time where you can transform yourself completely. And if you rid those overwhelm, you rid the ambiguity, you see clarity in your life and you set strategic goals, you're going to live a happy, joyful, and absolutely fulfilled life. And the love, the word I love to use is to thrive, right? Surviving skills is our basics. We start by surviving, but I want to help my clients feel that life can be thriving. So I personally transformed my own life from feeling overstressed at one point, unhappy, unhealthy, to mm-hmm. now living my life of true joy and fulfillment and mindfulness. So I love to help other women to make that kind of life-changing transformations. I've made many bold moves in my life to create that aligned life by design that I want to live and really hope to inspire as many women as possible. I consider myself an unshakable optimist. And by that, it doesn't mean, you know, things don't happen in life, right? Things always happen. But, um, I choose to live a positive life and I'm a mother, I'm a wife. Uh, Obviously I own my small business and now it's my passion and honor to be here and help other women rewrite their life stories. I love that unshakable optimist. That is so good. So good. Um, So I wanted to talk a little bit about the transitions because you are a mother, you are a wife, you are a small business owner. Um, So Did you work like another job before becoming a life coach? Like what was your career path then? Yes. So, well, we got to start way back then. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I want to touch upon a a couple of things. So my name is Lucy Liu. And Mm -hmm. for those of you who know another beautiful lady named Lucy Liu, who is very (laughs) famous. Um, She, so she obviously became famous um, after I already had my name, but I grew up with this limiting belief that I'm not going to be as famous as her. Mm. Um, But yet there was a a part of me that was very ambitious. So I wanted to do things. I wanted to live life on the fast track. So even back in high school, I had straight A's, but yet I felt I wasn't enough. Like I'm not that somebody who's rich and famous, right? So I was chasing the shiny object syndrome, right? I had that. I got to admit it. Um, So I dropped myself out of high school. Uh, when I had straight A's, I took something called the proficiency, high school proficiency test so that I can get into community college. And I hustled, I did, and I transferred to a four-year university. I went to UCLA. And so I was ahead of my peers. Mm-hmm. And 
I wanted to go into finance. I wanted to um, live life faster than everybody else. I wanted to achieve success. Mm-hmm. On my way, yes, I graduated from UCLA. Yes, I was interning at this financial um, institute, and I knew my managers. They were, you know, making million dollars, and I knew all of that. But yet, I wasn't happy. Like yeah. it didn't feel aligned with my. If with myself and my values, whereas yes, they made a lot of money um, with some clients, but there are there were other clients who lost money. Right? Um, it's not always a win-win situation. So that didn't make me feel aligned, and I find that alignment is very important in life. So I kind of um, left what I totally learned all these years and. At the time, my husband they had a family business in Asia, so I married my at the time boyfriend, now my husband, mm-hmm. um, and I moved to Taiwan, which is a country I've never ever been to. So I went to many transitions. Then I transitioned into their family business and starting getting out of the family and business and working my own business. And through it all, what I realized is. Through the lows, I was able to find the positive and stay on top and stay afloat. So, when I was moving back to the U.S., um, what I got asked a lot was, "How do you do it? How can you be so positive? Right? How do you do it when you're in a foreign country when you don't even have any support?" So that's basically what got me into coaching, and because I feel like I have this gift of turning those negatives into positives, like circumstances in life are always neutral. Things happen, but what we think of them, how we determine, like, are they positive or are they negative? How we look at it will greatly affect our experience. So therefore, it will affect our entire life. You want to live a good life or a bad life? Basically, you actually totally have the choice. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So, okay, you did all these transitions, and then you, you know, you moved to Taiwan, and you came back to the states, and you were ahead of your class, but then you decided to go to community college and work your way through. So, when you are in these moments of different transition, like speaking as generally as possible, is there ever a moment where you feel like, no, this isn't for me anymore? Like, what do I want instead? Like, how does that look? Because you decided that at a young age when you were in high school, that this is not what you wanted to do. And you ended up going to community college. So like throughout your life and throughout each of these transitions, how does that look for you to decide what's not serving you anymore and then to choose something different. Absolutely. When we're in a transition or even when you're not in transition, you're just feeling the lows of life, right? Mm-hmm. You're kind of like in this tunnel. You're in the darkness. You're inside the tunnel. What's important is because there might be a bend ahead, you're not going to see the end. Right. You're not going to see, you know, at the end of the con- tunnel, but what's important is that you have to believe there is an end of the tunnel and you have to absolutely believe there's light at the tunnel. It's just a transition and things will be better once you get out of the tunnel. So my definition pretty of living life positively is you got to have self-confidence, mm-hmm. right? Self-confidence 
is truly believing that you have the power to control yourself and help yourself through that tunnel. So things happen in life, like I talked about earlier, and these circumstances will always be neutral. So what's important is your reactions and your thoughts after what happened in life will determine the outcome and feeling towards this specific circumstance. Um, for example, um, we hear so many mobs to million stories, right? People are cleaning, cleaning houses, right? Um, we all start somewhere. Right. I know ladies who, right, who just um, hear, they hear these stories and they're so inspired. And while they're mopping floors, they start their own business. They start their side hustle and they transition into another business. And there are ladies who's just going to be doing that for the rest of their lives. Right. So we have the same starting point, right? At some point, you might be unhealthy or you might be unhappy, right? Um, you have um, a circumstance that happened to you that you might not expect it or that you might not like it, but whether or not you like it, how you react to it will completely determine the rest of your life. So you got to think like you are the CEO of your life. So yeah. a CEO sets the strategy and vision for a cooperation. And it's up to each of us to set the strategy and vision of our life because we're the CEO of our own life. And you got to, you got to hire, you got to fire people. You got to get rid of toxins, right? So yeah. you got, you have your finance department. Those are in your control. You've got to control what you can control. What I hear a lot from people is they say something like, I hope I can do this, mm. right? Oh, I always tell my clients, don't ever say that. You can say, I hope you like me, right? That's something we hope for because we can't control other people. Right. But everything about you, you should be able to control. Yeah. So then you should never say that and just do it. I will, I am, you know, say those positive things about yourself. Then you will absolutely get yourself out of any situation, any transition, any lows in life. And if you, I always say, hey, you know, from a skill of one to 10, if you are a two, congratulations, you're in your lows, but moving from that two to a eight on a skill, you're going to feel a whole world of difference. Right. Whereas if, you know, if people are at a seven, if they move to eight, they don't really feel that difference. So if you're at your lows, congratulate yourself. You've got so much potential. Right, right. So what is the common thing when um, women come to work with you? What is the common thing that you feel like they're struggling with? Um, I would say, first of all, fear. Mm. We have so many fears. We have fears for failing. We have fears for succeeding, right? Where um, pretty much we have this little, little voice in our head, that those self-negative talks. Everyone has them. Um, even Jennifer Lopez, she talks about, she, she has them before she go on stage, right? So everyone has those little voices and you have to start with having awareness, whether, whether you want to get rid of your fear, whether you want to have more self-confidence, whether, whatever you're looking to work on in your life, you have to start with self-awareness. You have to think, um, what am I telling myself? right? What are you telling yourself? That's very important because if you're telling yourself helpful thoughts, 
then you're going to help yourself. If you're telling yourself negative thoughts like, "Oh my God, I can't do this," you know, "I suck," "I," you know, "Who am I to be doing this?" Anything you do, if you're telling yourself negative talks, you're not gonna. It's not helpful. It's、right. not going to help you get to where you want to be, right? And I think a lot of times、um, we're always looking at other people's point Z. Oh, so so so、yeah. so and so is at point X Y Z, and I'm only at point A, right?、Yeah. So that's a big problem. And yes, we have goals at point X Y Z, but right now we're just going to focus on how to get from point A to point B, and then we can move on to point B to point C, and that's、right. that's what we work on right now, right. So you mentioned something earlier. You love the word thrive and getting、mm-hmm. your clients to thrive in their life. So, what do you feel like, anyone? What do you feel like are some things, some core things that we need to thrive in our own lives?、Um, I think for me, the definition of thriving is to live life on on my terms, right?、Mm-hmm. To live life by my design, and you have to let go of comparison. Okay, we don't look at what other people's doing. We're gonna look at you. What's your dream life like, right? What? How would you design your life?、Um, usually, what I do with my clients are we talk about their ideal life, how they exactly want to live their each and every day. Okay, you want to do yoga? Okay, let's put it on the calendar. Right,、um, you want to have vacations once a、uh, once a Year, whether some people be once a month, let's put those on the calendar. Like we talk about the non-negotiables first, right? Okay, so we talk about what you absolutely must have. Like for me, I eat three meals on time every day at the same、okay. time. So those are my non-negotiables, right? I wake up in the morning before I do anything.、Um, I need a warm breakfast, right? That's my non-negotiable. I meditate thirty minutes a day. I walk.、Um, well, I walk thirty minutes a day. Some people jog, go to the gym for an hour. Whatever it is that you must do, you absolutely do, right? And right. That, that's when you thrive because you're you're living life by your choice, by your design. So if you're happy today. You're going to be happy tomorrow. Then you're going to be happy every day, and that's a beautiful life. I love that. So, I think what questions come up for me about that is having the confidence to. I don't even think it's confidence. I think it's like the self worth of like. I think that some people imagine their ideal life, and immediately feel like they can't have it. You know, like. And think that it's not possible for them. So, what would you say to someone who is not confident in their ability to make their ideal life their reality?、Um, okay, so I think this question goes back to what I talked about earlier:、um, going from point A to point B. Right. A lot of times, we feel we can't accomplish our goals, is because we're still looking at X, Y, Z. Then, then yes, that's pretty much far away from us. Okay, what I hear a lot is I I want to be a millionaire, right? But if you don't even have a business, if you didn't even start your business yet, how are you going to be a millionaire by next year? It's not going to happen, right? So if you're looking at X Y Z, then you're thinking it's never going to happen, 
then you don't have any motivation. You don't have any motivation to do any work now because you're just going to think it's not going to happen. But okay, how can we work from point A? So say you're at point A, you got to save up to start your side hustle. Right. Right. So how that's let's look at let's start with a hundred dollars. Right. Your point A could be just even hundred dollars. Yeah. And you're going to save up for that side hustle. Then you're going to start your business that maybe that's from B B to C. Then you're going to, you know, grow your business. Okay. C to D. Um, It's got to be realistic. Right. It's got to be timely. The time has to be realistic. We're going to look at each, we're going to break it up. You've got to chunk it so small that it's absolutely doable. Okay. Um, In order to reach our goals, we're going to have all these little chunks, but you got to start from the first chunk and you got to make it that you're going to be so excited because it's absolutely doable. Okay. If I tell you, it depends on where you are at. We got to evaluate your goals. And that's what we do in goal setting because you have to look at what's doable for you, like your situation. Okay. Like for a single mom, she, she has to work her day job right now, but she wants to start her own business. She only has the evening time. Okay. Then how much time are you going to block out? How are you going to do two hours? You're going to cancel your cable. You're going to, you know, have, do two hours of content creation, whatever it is, it's got to be realistic. Mm-hmm. Then when you know these, li- when you accomplish these little baby steps, it's going to give you that momentum to keep going. And if you continue and keep that momentum and motivation, then you're going to get there. But if you just look at the end result, then you're going to feel it's never going to be done. I love that. I love that you use the word momentum because mm-hmm. I think that that's so important when we take those little steps and then we start gaining that momentum. Then we start getting clear on, oh, okay, so I do like this. I don't like that. Gaining more clarity. And then we start building up our confidence so we can keep going versus still looking, like you said, looking at point X, Y, and Z when you're only on point A, B, or C. Like once you're starting to build that momentum, by the time you get to step L, you know, like you'll have a little bit more confidence and you'll have a little bit more, you'll have a lot more to look back on and say like, wow, I've done everything up to this point. Yes, I can keep going. Absolutely. And we are, you know, we as human beings, we're different. What motivates you is going to be different for me. Right. So you got it. I talked about this on episode 20 on my podcast, the Lucy Lou show is you got to know how to stay motivated. And I talked about the nine types of motivators, whereas some people are going to be motivated by status, right? Some people want status, power, um, you know, the shiny objects, um, materialistic things, possessions, and some people seek accomplishment. Like they want to be featured in Forbes. They want to be the expert in the field. Yeah. Some people love creativity. Like they love innovation or they want to be identified as a creator, right? Some of us want meaning in life. You want value your life. And some people seek predictability or stable income. So all of us are different. You got to know what motivates you. You got to know your why. What's motivating you? If you're not going, there's probably something missing 
there that you haven't found your why or you haven't really sat down and considered why you're doing this right um for me i love what i do because i want to be a positive example for my daughter i want to show her the way instead of you know in the future i know she's going to grow into a teenager and maybe she's going to have self esteem problems or you know self worth issues i'm not going to yeah. talk to her about it but i want to show her my pos uh positivity i want right. to show her how i react and how i act in my daily life so she's my why Right. So I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be motivated because I love what I do because I want to leave leave a legacy for my daughter and set example for her. So um when I was younger, I got to admit when I was in my 20s, um it was probably possession, right? I wanted to right. drive nice cars, you want a higher standard of living. Um so as we age, it's going to be different, but at at the moment right now you got to know what motivates you and if you are motivated correctly you should be really um jumping on your foot to wake up in the morning because you're smiling going into the day happy right and um if you want to make something in the morning like a routine that helps you get motivated mm-hmm. that's really important. Um for example, when I first started my self-development journey, I made it to my I made a point in my life that if I make my bed in the morning, I've done I'm done with my done to-do list. Mm-hmm. So that in the morning, I the moment I make my bed, I'm like celebrating. Right. So everything on the else on the to-do list or everything else I have to do that day is just icing on the cake. Right. Cuz you did the one thing that you set out to do. Yeah, so that keeps me motivated and it, it, I'm off to the right foot. Got it. So, I want to ask this question before people can learn more about you and how they can work with you. Um, what do you do when you need clarity? And like each of the transitions in your life or how do you help your clients that's going through transitions when they're just not sure? you know maybe they're not sure about what motivates them or what they're working towards what do you suggest for like gaining that clarity um sometimes when we're chasing moving forward and we're uh-huh. stuck what i do is actually to slow down okay so for instance when i um when i when i feel stuck i meditate like i actually slow things down and when you slow things down you sometimes see a different perspective because we're when we're in the rush when we're like really move, trying to move forward sometimes like i can use this metaphor as we're like standing by the door and we're like running in circles mm. and then we feel overwhelmed right actually you just have to slow yourself down stop running in circles and just turn the knob and open the door Yeah. And that's and moving mm-hmm, forward. Mm-hmm. And another way is if you if that doesn't help, then we can uh do reverse engineer. Like we work backwards. Okay? okay. So if you if you have say two choices and you can't make up your mind, what you can do is you go backwards and you think, okay, pretend you did um the first choice. What do you lose? Right? And then or pretend you chose the second choice. 
what do you lose by choosing that? Mm -hmm. And then you compare the feelings you have for losing what you lose. Right. So that's something called the reverse engineer. Like sometimes if we're moving forward, we can't find an answer. Then we try to go around it. Or we ask questions. Um, obviously, with client work, you ask questions. We try to figure out another way. Sometimes you're just stuck on point A and C, choice A and B, but there's actually a choice C. Mm. So you did mention that you have a podcast, but can you tell people where they can find you and find out more about working with you? Absolutely. So my podcast is just called The Lucy Lou Show. It's everywhere. And my website is lucylucoaching.com. So, and connect with me. I am on social everywhere at M-S-L-U-C-Y-L-I-U, Miss Lucy Lou. Come say hello. Awesome. Okay. So the last question that I'd like to ask my guests is, how do you nurture your power? I absolutely can't emphasize enough the point to slow down and meditate. And I also journal. Every day, other than meditation at night, I journal two things. One is my gratitudes. So you're focusing on what you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that will help you focus on all the positive things in your life. And two, I journal my daily wins. No matter how small, I'm looking at what to celebrate instead of looking at what's missing. So I'm shifting the focus from the lack to the abundance mm-hmm. so that I can guarantee myself that I'm in an abundant mindset. I love that. That is such a great way to end your day. Thank you. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much, Lucy, for talking to me today. And we will connect with you soon. Thank you.